So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 19 of So So There. There. I'm Gary Doyle. And I'm Tom Karamitis. 19 episodes, my goodness. Yes. It's a body of work. Soon soon they'll be going into the vaults. But have you noticed that the, uh, the length of time between episodes is starting to grow? Right. Well, that's, that's strategic. We're trying to build anticipation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was on Facebook yesterday. Ah, Facebook. Yes, Facebook. And, and a friend of mine, uh, an old friend of mine named Hank Salemi, sent me a message and said, hey, are you guys going to talk about the Super Bowl spots on your podcast? And I thought to myself, you know, we spend so much time talking about why people yawn spray <laughs> and not hold doors open for each other that, that maybe this would be a good idea. Yeah, sure. It, it, our roots are marketing, and we did talk about marketing in the last one. So let's, main, let's, let's mine that vein of uh, gold for just a little bit longer. Are we now taking suggestions from our listeners or our fans about what episodes should be about? Uh, we would if they offered any. Yeah. So uh, last uh, time I checked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you'd uh, like to, that that'll <laughs> cue the our our email address. So there, at yahoo.com. Uh, I had a few. So so Gary and I are going to talk about some commercials or campaigns from the Super Bowl that that that. Uh, that uh, influenced us in one way or another, just kind of wanted to spur some conversation. Uh, For me personally, and I went back and looked uh, at at a reel of all the commercials this morning and and over lunch, just to kind of refresh my memory. For me personally, I had three ground rules. I'm not, I I, I don't want to talk about any commercials that have to do with a game uh, or a movie or a TV show. I mean, I I wanted to just comment on things that were advertising products or services there yeah. were, it seemed like the nfl is a product and so yes. are movies but yes well shows. but then again you know the problem with the movie is is mostly footage from the movie so yeah they're and they're yeah. all the same exactly they're all the same exactly um well, we ha- i had one other little parlor game in going in my house and this is actually, whoa this would only do you actually, have do you have a parlor we're building one. Oh, nice but but i thought this actually was a was um, would be good a good game for people in advertising to play and and I called the game uh, name the spot that the agency probably entitled Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you could spot them a mile oh away. Oh boy, and there were a few in this mix as well. Oh boy. The first I, I wanted to talk about the two spots uh, by Google which I thought were outstanding. Um, one was a, a spot about their, their translation services, which I thought was great. Uh, I thought, you know, unlike a lot of commercials, this demonstrated a real utility, you know, uh, as opposed to the T-Mobile commercials, which were amusing, but everybody gives away texting for free. So what are you selling me? I mean, it was just an amusing, uh, you know, uh, uh, back and forth of people texting, which I didn't think was really had any point to it. Um, and the other spot of, of Google's, which I also like quite a bit, was the, the, the search for veterans. 
uh, the job search for veterans service that Google has, which basically showed a lot of extreme close-ups of, of military codes on ID cards. And I learned something. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that. And I thought those were both outstanding commercials. Outstanding? I thought they were both outstanding. I liked them both very much. I don't, I, the, the, to me, the, the, the translation one could have been a little maudlin, could have been a little bit overly sentimental, but I thought it kind of stayed on the, uh, on the tasteful side. I don't remember any Google translation spot. What was the idea? Remember they, they, they showed people, like as an example, holding their phone up to a sign in another language, and in your, on your screen, it would translate the sign right there. So you see somebody else. You didn't remember that? I, I don't. I don't remember. Were you in the bathroom for that one? Well, I might have been in the bathroom, but let me tell you something, Tom. All right, maybe you don't know this because you know you don't you don't ever ask like how you doing, what's going on. All right. So about a week ago, I got into a bike wreck in Santa Monica. Got in a bike wreck, hit two people head on on the Santa Monica bike path. They ran into me, and I went to the ER and I have a concussion. I'm concussed right now, okay? But I was actually had a concussion during the game, <clears throat> you know? So I maybe don't remember everything quite clearly, all right? Well, is that my fault for not knowing that? No. So, so you, you were on a bike ride. I was on a bike ride. I just rented a bike, and I was heading toward Venice. And two men, two men who were riding the opposite direction... Apparently, as they passed each other, one passed the other, they clipped their pedals together and veered into me. They collided and then veered into me and hit me head on. Were they injured as well? Yes. One guy, well, one guy wasn't. He rode off after a few minutes. The other guy had a big gash on his forehead. And, uh, yeah, it was very bad. Whoa. It was a very bad wreck. All right. So you, you went to the hospital? Yes. Ambulance? No, no. I I found my way there, and uh, they determined I had a concussion. But this is not about my concussion. Well, I'm right? sorry, you can't do that now. Okay, <laughs> you just you just injected that into the. I uh, so I only injected concussions that. So tend to be comedy killers, by the way. All right. So there's two. Let me bring it back to comedy. So there's a couple reasons I interjected it. One is if you all want to send me well wishes, this will prove you listen to this. I did not post this on Facebook. You know, a lot of people would have said, I have a concussion. And then everyone would go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so worried about you. I didn't. I'm not such a narcissist that I would do that. All right. However, if anybody's listening to this and wants to send well wishes and concern, that'd be great. Yeah. The, yeah. No, go ahead. No, Tom Kermitis wants to jump in. I want to say, given that, given all this, yeah. perhaps I should uh, redirect my question to you this way and say, is there any one, is, you, is there anything from the Super Bowl that you do remember that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 I, I actually the other reason I brought that up is because I want to preface my comments on the Super Bowl as as Tom Karamidas and I did last time we talked about ads we didn't like, which I think was Mazda, Feel Alive, and uh, Lexus December to remember. We made we made the caveat that in case you ever want to hire us agencies that did these ads you know we understand the client probably made you do this stuff right which not you you're very talented if anybody listening happened to have done these ads you're very talented right i want to preface that but i also want to preface it as i'm concussed and so if if i didn't like your work and you did it just understand that all right i'm not quite thinking straight all right so you're not fair competition for me today it'd be like michael jordan against no, a no, fifth that's grader not true that's that's not true and even if you best me today i'm still the new england patriots all right i may lose sometimes i may lose the super bowl but generally i win you know what but you, that makes you a cheater and i'd rather be a losing <laughs> winner than a winning cheater
Yeah, with having said that, I, uh, I uh, first of all, let me say, I think that the Super Bowl advertising was awful, abysmal. Every year when I watch the Super Bowl, I'm embarrassed to be in the advertising industry because this is the one day of the year when everybody wants to see the ads and everybody leans forward with anticipation of watching the ads, unlike the rest of the year when they're just irritants they try to avoid. Everybody wants to like the ads. It's not like Maroon 5 and the Super Bowl where we were kind of primed to criticize them. No, people want to like the ads, I feel. And then every year, whenever I watch Super Bowl with people, I just turn to them and apologize and say, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm in this business. I'm embarrassed. And so this year, I thought, was the worst ever. I saw maybe two or three ads I thought were passable. Nothing, nothing uh, knocked me over. I thought it was, it was awful. And I have some theories about why that is, which I'll get to in a minute. But getting to your ad, I, I did like your, your service ad with the codes. That was intriguing. I liked that. Intriguing. Didn't know that, as you said, the codes. The other ad I really liked was... The you know, you were doing, when you were talking a second ago, you're doing a little bit of Dana Carvey doing George W. Bush. Not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent at this juncture. You, there's a little bit of that. And I don't know if that's the concussion talking. Are you going to make fun of my concussion now? No. I mean, just, just doing this podcast gives me a headache, all right? But I'm powering through, okay? Not going to do it. <laughs> not going to do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Podcast. Concussed. Not good. Little fuzzy. Little out of it. Thinking a little too much. Bad. It's bad. It's bad. All right, so uh, the other ad I liked quite a bit uh, was the Microsoft ad with the disabled children. Uh, perhaps Tom Karaminas felt that was exploitative. I thought it was wonderful and also accomplished something I think is very difficult in advertising. Uh, it, 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 it recontextualized a product. So video games are generally thought of as wastes of time and they're just, you know, cheap entertainment and you do them and they're fun, but, you know, they're kind of a waste of time. And, they made video games something useful and powerful, which I thought was really impressive. So I liked that ad quite a bit. Uh, I, will, I will second that and also say that that was one of the great saves because I remember how much I couldn't stand the predecessor to that spot, which ran during the football season. It basically had the same payoff at the end, but most of the commercial was kids running to another house. It was just, it was like, it was, it was a 30, it felt like it was 22 seconds of kids running. And then they showed this quick scene of all the kids in the bedroom and watching the, the kid who is, you know, developmentally disabled and, and he was able to play the game. But I felt like the, the payoff was so rushed. All I remembered about the commercial was kids running. I, I thought this was a huge improvement and extremely emotional. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that ad that you're talking about earlier in the football season. Uh, I, I think a good creative director like me would have looked at that first ad and said, you know, the drama is in the disabled child playing the video game and with the friends accepting them. That's the drama here. Why are you hiding that? You don't want people running to play the game, right? So that's what a good creative director would have said. Like me. I also want to point out uh, the, the, the Bud Light campaign which I will admit, up to Super Bowl Sunday, or for the last couple of years, I've loved that campaign. But I thought everyone in the Super Bowl 
was really weak. They all of a sudden they, they took this this new storyline about corn syrup. Yeah. And who cares? Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I didn't dislike it. I didn't like it. it. At least it made a clear point. And, uh, but yeah, I I I know that. Light beer advertising is directed at young males. Generally, it's directed at you know males in their twenties, and I can't imagine any young males caring about if there's corn syrup in their beer. <laughs> you know, like, I. But you know, Anheuser Busch is not. They're a giant company. They're spending a lot of money. They're not going to make ads that are about no corn syrup unless they had really solid learning saying, "Hey, people care about corn syrup in their beer." Well, will those same young males would they also uh, not care about uh, a Bud Light or a Budweiser commercial with a Bob Dylan song in it, blowing in the wind, touting that they make their beer from wind farms? An- another kind of who gives a damn. That was to terrible. Me. Yeah. The, the the beer the beer advertising people were, I think, were maybe smoking dope a little bit. Like between that ad where the camera imitated the wind, and the one for Michelob Ultra with the sounds. I mean, I know what they're doing there. I know that phenomenon online. I get that. And I guess I, I shouldn't be too hard on it. I applaud them for trying something different. It is something different. On that topic, I'm more concussed than you are because I had never heard of that phenomenon until I read the reviews. Yeah. So, w- ASMP or what was it? ASMR, I ASMR. believe. Either ASMR or AMSR. It's a, it's a phenomenon where sounds trigger something in your body or spine or something that makes you want something. It's, yeah. Any ads that you hated? Oh, I thought... <laughs> making a Did you think I was asking I our thought, listeners? I, I thought there was an ellipse in there and you were going to continue. Any ads that I hated? Yes. There was one ad that I hated and I thought and it was a complete mystery to me what TurboTax did <laughs> with this robot baby. Oh, there were like eight ads with robots. This oh, year. yeah. There's a collective... Freud's collective unconscious proves again to be a... A thing where advertising has decided to make all their spots about robots this yeah, year for yeah, some it, reason. Yeah, it was ro- robot fest, and, and not even including the, uh, the 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 Sprint guy who used to be the Verizon guy sitting there with his yeah, robots. There were about eight ads with robots. Yeah, I love robots. I've I've come up with ad ideas about robots, but yeah. But to me, the TurboTax ad was a complete waste of money because I think all people remembered from that was the creepy infant robot, and. I, you know, I had to look up to see what that was for. I just remember creepy baby robot, and then it was for TurboTax. You'd think this is a golden opportunity. Everybody in the country who worked last year probably received their W-2 in the mail in the last two days. So they're thinking taxes. You know, what a what a blown opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a hard time thinking about ads I particularly hated because I hated almost all of them. Did you hate all of them, or did you find most yeah. of them were just kind of meh? Yeah, I, I, um, so I, I, unlike a lot of years, I wasn't watching this with a group or a party. I was watching it with my wife and my son. I got home from the shoot where I almost died, and um, uh, and and so I, after every ad, I turned to my wife and son, and I'm sa- I said that that was terrible. Then another one come on, and I'd say that was terrible. Uh, another one that was terrible so it was kind of like i was this like a robot saying the same thing over and over again that was terrible there was one ad towards the beginning that i wanted to see again in fact i did look it up to watch again i liked the the hyundai ad with jason bateman he's in the elevator i thought that was funny poorly produced why poorly it was just your concussion comedy it was a good commercial uh, uh, comedy is an art all right it's comedy takes all right sorry 
Sorry, so there, listeners. We're going to go into a little bit. We're going to go deep here into advertising. All right. When you see a comedy spot by an accomplished comedy director, like let's say, uh, who's the guy that does the FedEx spots? Jenkins. What's his Jim name? Jenkins. Jim. Yeah, Jim Jenkins. Yeah. All right, some guy like that. From the first frame, you know, it's funny by the way they point the camera, by how they angle things. It's just something about it looks funny and cues you to say this is a funny ad, and then it continues throughout with how they frame the shots course the performances how it's edited and i think that spot while potentially an idea fell flat in execution i think perhaps your head was throbbing with pain at that point and that colored your judgment i thought i thought it was a very funny spot it was very well done i like jason bateman maybe that was some of it because i like the show ozark that he's in yeah i like the uh I can't remember quite how it went, but I like the Pringles ad with the different flavors and the yeah, Alexa was saying something, the Echo was saying something. Yeah, Alexa was lamenting how she can't yeah. taste it. And I thought that was cute. Yeah. I like that. It was amusing. I wouldn't call it great. Yeah. Uh, I, I have some theories as to why Super Bowl advertising. You ready for some hot takes All as right. to why it's bad? You want to talk about that? All right. All right. Worse than ever. It's always been bad, let me say. But there used to be, I feel like there were, used to be seven or eight ads where you go, wow, those were really good. And now there's not. Practically none, in my opinion. All right. I think there's two factors at play here. One is creativity and advertising has been destroyed by the internet. All right. We, we like every other vocation, we have no attention span. It used to be teams would sit and concept together for hours, stick ideas up on the wall. Now they're interrupted by emails and texts. And they'll get on their, their phone and look at you know whatever you know yelp snapchat right so there so the uninterrupted time of actually coming up with ideas is gone and that reflects on the work right again probably more than advertising it's probably for architecture and any creative function right car design right all right secondly this is a real hot take i don't think that uh people know how to make television commercials anymore for two reasons one is uh Agencies don't make as many of them any, anymore. They're much more digital. They don't know how to make them because they don't make them, right? And uh, yeah, I had a second point there, but I'm not going to say it because I'll get into trouble with our listeners. Actually, that was your second point. So you had a third one. I had a, up? I had a two point five uh, addendum to my second point, but I'm not going to say it. All right, all right. Um, I felt like a lot of the commercials to me didn't feel like Super Bowl commercials. They just kind of felt ordinary. And one of the things that occurred to me when I was watching was there seemed to be an inordinate number of promos for CBS shows, which mm. led me to wonder, did they not sell all of their inventory? I, mm. I cannot imagine that they would turn down $5 million per 30-second spot or whatever it is. Instead, they want to put up some promo for some show on Tuesday night. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there there were a couple commercials that were big Super Bowl stories. The one with Harrison Ford for Yahoo. Or, uh, no, yeah, that's our, that's our email uh, host, host uh, for Alexa Echo. And that was a big one. Yeah, but there were very few of those big things. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? See, I forgot. I know. Well, uh, what was well, I going to say? I was going to say something about what you just said. Oh, man, I tell you. Don't run into two guys on bikes. This is really sad. I think I might... Am I Are you going to scrap this episode? Tom Karamitis is the engineer, is the producer of the podcast, so he will probably heavily edit this to make me sound like less of an idiot. No, but I, I won't do that, but I think it's only fair that I start uh, building a succession plan. <laughs> and maybe we'll have the, the, the music from Brian's song. 
Would you play like? over Gary Doyle's <laughs> concussion? <laughs> Gary like Doyle is sick. <laughs> He's very sick. <laughs> I love Gary Doyle. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of when spots didn't sell their inventory, one time I had a spot in the Super Bowl. So I, Gary Doyle's had spots in the Super Bowl three or four years, and and one year I had a spot in the Super Bowl, but it was a last minute. They had, didn't have the inventory available, and they put a Zantac spot on the air that I did, and it was a terrible spot. It was an effects-heavy spot that we didn't have enough money for, and it was awful. This was like maybe eight or ten years ago, and all of a sudden my awful spots on the Super Bowl it was mortifying. So you had to endure the, the USA Today ad meter the I next it, day. Yeah, I think I think it finished like <laughs> I think it finished like 182 out of 68 spots. They actually <laughs> they had a, a special subsection of of the ad meter for the truly loathsome <laughs> spots. Uh, Marie Claude Garneau, if you're ah, listening, yes, if you're listening, Marie Claude Garneau in France. The former partner of a uh, devout listener, Alan Spindle. Alan Spindle, if you're listening. And Marie, you know he is. Yes. Uh, Marie-Claude Garneau and I did that spot. <laughs> so there. Well, we're going to get back to our more absurd roots to wrap this up. I, I have a redux I'd like to do, and, and actually it, 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 it's very apropos, as Gary Doyle's in a diminished state uh, today. Um, uh, I wanna, Oh, the sympathy that you display is so moving. I want to point out the difference between these two phrases. I love you versus love you. Isn't it interesting that when you hug a friend, male uh, or female, you can say, love you, and that's okay. But if you hug that same person and say, I love you. <laughs> what would you say it that way? Well, no, right. That's if I hugged you and said, I love you, okay? That feels different than love you, right? Just adding the I completely changes it, doesn't it? Yeah. What about the spinal tap? We love you. <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that different? Listen to what the flower people say. We love you. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Uh, I would uh, no. just like to say that I love you. I love you. <laughs> Good redux, Tom. I would like to offer up... I wonder why. I'm going to be honest with you. This is Tom Karamidas' idea because I'm not capable of thinking of one of my own in my diminished state. I am your crutch. I wonder why when you get on an elevator, let's say you get on a crowded elevator at the end of the day, 5 o'clock, 5.30, whenever you leave work, everybody on the elevator, all 12 people are wearing parkas and, and coats and hats and gloves, right? And then somebody, despite that, in the elevator still cranes their neck to look at the numbers to make sure we're going to the ground floor. Where did they think those people were going? They're all going to the 22nd floor bundled up. <laughs> for free marshmallows. For, <laughs> for free marshmallows. 
I wonder why that is. I got another one actually I thought of. So I was in Los Angeles last week and a half. I missed the polar vortex. I got lucky. I, 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 again, I want to pat myself in the back. I wasn't one of those Facebook people that said I had a concussion so they could get sympathy. And I didn't post pictures or screen grabs of the 72 degree and sunny weather in L.A. Right, when it was 25 below back here. I, um, you know, so thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. But let me say that when I got back from Los Angeles, I saw an old Chicago Tribune from the day that it was 25 below. The headline was, and I'm only slightly paraphrasing, the headline on the front page was, Expert Says, Cop, colon, Avoid Going Outside. That was the headline. Expert. An expert said. They had to talk to an expert to say, avoid going outside. That's right. On the 20, do you remember this? On the 25 degree below zero day. That was the expert advice, which I thought was onion-like. And it's... I vaguely remember, I, I didn't have the courage to go out into the driveway to get my newspaper that day. So I... But I'm sure we have happen. We have people to do that for us in Lake Bluff. A polar vortex in Los Angeles is probably when it hits 50, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was it was cold and rainy, but yes, cold means in the fifties. Yes. Reminder: If you'd want to reach us and uh, offer some sympathies to Gary and get well soon, you can reach us at so there at yahoo.com. If you'd like to tell us that you love us, don't say love you. Say I love you. <laughs> and on that note, until next time, join us again for. So there!